You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover here on NBC Sports Radio. Another action-packed day in the Barclays Premier League. Let's start with the champions, Robbie Earl. Chelsea left it late to draw 3-3 against Everton, but that late John Terry goal was controversial to say the least. Here's what Roberto Martinez had to say afterwards. I'm very angry. Top and bottom, we lost a football game because it's a, a horrific decision right at the end. It's clearly offside. It's over the time. It was seven minutes, and and if you look at the time when we when we considered this is well uh, over the time, and that's that's something that's clear could. Yeah, put quite simply, Rob, I can understand why Roberto Martinez came out and said he was angry. John Terry was offside. He was ahead of the last defender when the, he put the ball into the back of the net. But, and there is a, a big but. After he gets over being angry, he needs to sit down, have a look in the mirror and decide how his team, when they get in winning positions, mm. don't throw things away, Rob. Listen, yes, the, the, the final goal, goal was offside, but I kind of think we're missing a bit of a trick. They were 2-0 up, got themselves in a great position, eight minutes they had the lead, and then in 91 seconds, Chelsea are back level. Not only get to 2-1, but draw the game back to 2-2, and then we've, we, we've got all the drama in the end. And it's, it's happened a number of times this season. 11 draws for the season now, Roberto Martinez, Rob. Something's got to happen with this guy. He's such an outstanding coach. He can, he, he, he can play such good football, but he's, he's got a deficiency with knowing how to see games out. And it's almost like his team didn't know what to do when they got 2 0 up. You say he's an outstanding coach, and, and I think he is a, an outstanding coach, but he's got to show everybody at Everton that he can fix this problem. You know, I, I'd go into some more details here. Uh, but these are all from winning positions. Bournemouth, they drew. Stoke, they lost. Norwich, they drew. Spurs, they drew. It keeps happening mm. over and over again. Mm. I do feel for him today because that was a particularly yeah, was a bad decision. terrible decision. Yeah, bad the decision. officials should spot that. If, he, if that happens, and the flag goes up, Rob. They win yeah. 3-2. Yeah. He's a hero. Everybody's happy. Uh, but it didn't Are you happen. happy that from 2-0 up, though, you, you let the team back into... If you win 3-2, you're happy. Just just clear up the other thing as well in, in what he said there, oh, the, the time. timing issue. Mm. We we timed it afterwards, yeah. and uh, the celebration for Everton's goal was well over a minute. So that time was allowed on to the, to the game. So there, I think that was totally fair. I don't think he has a point there because that was the correct time that was added on yeah. when Chelsea scored that goal. But the, the offside, of course, was an awful decision. No, but it's something that, that Roberto and his staff are going to have to address. It's almost as though they work so hard to get ahead in the game, and then once they're ahead, don't quite know what to do. Is it now about possession? Is it now about trying to get another goal? What is it? What is it about? For, for what me, do you think? What do you I, think has got to improve? I think that, that there's times, even when you get back to 2-1, that there's times you've got to be more solid, Rob. You've got to pull your wide players, if it's Lennon, if it's De La Feo, pull them in and say, right, come and sit tight. And if you have to knock some balls long, and I know it's not the Roberto way, 
but you knock some balls over there opposite fullback, and you knock some balls over there centre back, and you let Lukaku chase, and you come up nice and solid, and you mm. change the game for ten minutes. You change the the way the game's flowing. Then your football might come back, and you and you might get back into things. We've got, we got a tweet here, Rob, from uh, from Got the Third, and he tweets to say, "When does it become an issue with the players not being able to finish as mm. opposed to yeah. the coach?" I think yeah. what he's saying there. Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, you score three goals at Stamford Bridge. You expect yeah. to win the game. Yeah. Um, just on, on Martinez, is he ever showed us, by the way, in his no. career, that he knows how to no. to coach effectively that side of the game? No, he hasn't, and, and, and that's why he, he's, he, I, st I still think he, he's a great coach, but that's something he's got to develop. And I'm looking down the team, and, and I think about players, and it's a, it's a good tweet that we get. You're looking for Tim Howard to be talking to his back four. I'm looking for Jaggy Alka to organise. Jaggy was back in the team. Back in the team. Everybody said he's going to make a difference. I'm looking for Gareth Barry to pull those midfield players in and around me. You know, there's enough experience in You've that team. You've got Bezic in there as well, Rob, yeah, to help Yeah, they've out. got players who can do a little bit, Rob. I, I was disappointed in that. But let's also talk about Chelsea because... Those scenes at the end, were, Rob, were like <laughs> Chelsea had won the title. I thought John Terry's jumping in the crowd. The, the, the songs are flying, the flags are flying, and everybody's going, hold on. Chelsea are 14th in the table, Rob. So let me give you one stat. Chelsea, 22 games played. 25 points. Bournemouth, 22 games played, 24 points. Chelsea have got one more point than Bournemouth and we're celebrating like they've, they've won the Champions League or the World Cup. It, it, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. And you know what? When you look at the team and the adjustments that both coaches have made... Mm. They've almost got the same issue right now, Rob. That they, they, they are expansive football, they look good going forward, and there's no question that Chelsea now are better going forward without the shackles of Mourinho. Uh, Costa and Cesc Fabregas and Oscar have improved, and the results have been better. Not yeah, great, but yeah. better. But they both made changes to midfield today. Matic alongside Obi Macau with Cesc yeah, in the hole. Yeah. A defensive tweak. Matic we saw Pesic next to Barry. So mm. they're trying to mm. address, address the issue. Yeah. But my argument would be, just by playing an extra defensive type of player in a spot, it doesn't necessarily no. mean the protection no. is that much better. Is Pedro working back? No. Is, is Willian working back? He normally does. Why? Mm. Why to Chelsea? I mean, that's three against Everton, two yeah. against West Brom, yeah, that's yeah. five in the last two games. No. Why can't they defend yeah, that? And, and Chelsea used to be a team. I used to say you earn oh. every goal you score against a Chelsea yeah. team because, but it, it was a team thing, Rob. It, it started from the front and, and whether it was going back to Drogba days or maybe Costa when he first came in and the wide midfield players, New London, you know, they had to do that job in front. Then there was, you know, the, the defending of the, you know, Terry would throw his body on the line. Ivanovic was difficult to play against. Aspilicueta never gave you a moment's piece. Some of that have gone, this, this team have relaxed. And, and the bigger picture for me, Rob, is how do, you, how do you get it back again? How does this team get back to where people fear them, where they're hard to play against, when they can go back to, to, to challenging for titles? Because I don't think it's as easy as, oh, next season it'll be fine, we'll have a new manager and everything will come together. I just think this might be a, a bigger job for somebody. I don't know. I think it comes down to, to the most important part of a, a manager's job is motivation. I still don't think this group is motivated. Gus Hiddink, lovely mm. guy. I'm mm. sure he's making a nice environment around the place. Mm. And the players are happier. But still, to get the best out of them, both going forward and defensively, they've got to be ready to work, Rob. And yeah. I don't know this, this team is ready to work. And when I mean work... Chaser running yeah, it all the way I back to yeah. work hard mm. to tackle to close down to to come off crawling off the, the field of play. I still not seen it with Chelsea. But, but my question would be: John Terry's twelve months older. He's not going to be able to continue doing it. Ivanovic 
needs changing. Ivanovic is not defending anywhere near the, his capability, or maybe he's passing. Matic looks a little bit done, look, looks a little bit flat. I know he's a great player, and he's, he's been a warrior for Chelsea, but right now, in terms of form, he's nowhere near where, where he needs to be. So, I just think it's, it's a tough call for someone, Rob, whether it's re-motivation, whether it's players who've gone past their sell-by days, whether it's mm. a chemistry in the dressing room, something call. needs fixing. Talking about uh, re-motivating and, and being better, mm. Manchester City 4-0 against Crystal Palace and I took a close look at this game and I think the biggest thing I took out of this Rob is that Sergio Aguero mm. and David Silva, the two best players at this football club, are getting better. Yeah. They're looking sharper, fitter, strong. You can, I mean, with Aguero it's so noticeable when he feels good because yeah. he, 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 just, he does everything quicker. Mm. He's quicker on the ball, he takes players on, he's sharper, he turns, he lays the ball off, he spins in behind, he just looks better. And the good news for City fans is that he is getting closer to what we, we, we know and love. Same, same with David Silva. Mm. Uh, more involved in the game, more influential, um, got his goal with a brilliant Aguero assist. So for somebody that, that was expecting Man City to improve and to get better and for this attacking force to gel, yeah. wasn't always great in this game, but I saw signs that that's better. That's what this team should be doing. Two things that are, came out of the game for me, and, and I know you watched this a little bit more closer, but um, clean sheet, I think, was important. Mm, yep. No Vincent Company playing. This team have to get over this. this it's only Palace, Rob, to be thing. fair. Palace are not yeah. good scorers. But, but, but Palace can give, give you trouble, Rob. They've, they've been riding, riding high in the league. The other thing I thought was interesting, Yoyo Toure started on the bench and came, mm. and came off. Now... It almost looked, and I saw a little bit of the game towards the end, it almost looked like when the hard work's been done, when you've, yeah, you've done throw, the battle, throw you, you, throw the, you throw the big guy on. It may be that Fabian Delph, who scored the first goal today, is going to be an important player for Manchester City in the second half of the season. There may be days when you don't play Yo-Yo. There may be days when you bring him on as a second-half sub to get the kind of result. Some big calls from Manuel Pellegrini. I, but I think it's interesting. I think mm. it's interesting. I'll tell you what, though, as well, what struck me today. And Palace have done very well, and they're mm. a good side, and they work hard, and they've got some good players. City can make looking games easy at times. I don't know whether there's another team in the Premier League that, that, that can make winning look mm. so easy. I mean, City today were, were, were not at a canter, but they just found a little bit of rhythm, and once those goals started to come, Aguero was lively. Uh, I just thought they were super impressive. And Crystal Palace is just, mm. it's fallen off a little bit for them, hasn't it, without the goals. Yeah. Conor Wickham came back into the team. He's only 22 years of age. It seems like a lot of pressure on this guy to, to provide the goals. He's struggling in that regard. Um, Balassi is the player that they're missing, Rob, and, yeah. and they're having a, a tough time at the moment. Yeah, you say Man City can can make look winning look easy. They can also make losing look easy as well on on the days, and that, that's a, the challenge for them. Palace have got to sort the striker thing out. I think Alan Podge has got to spend a little bit of money in the chance to win them. As you say, I'm not convinced in, in Conor Wickham, but it, it, it's one of those where you know th this City team now we, we've got to see a little bit. What do you think? Them. I mean. You think Arsenal are going to win the I league? I think Arsenal Anything win from the today and the result and the form of Aguero and David important. Silva? I thought it was an important day. I think David Silva's been really quiet since he's come back with the injury. So it's one of those where, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good day for City. Pressure's now on Arsenal. They, we know they play tomorrow at Stoke in a place they don't normally do well. But let's take a short break, Rob. There's literally 10 teams, including Liverpool, who believe they can finish in the top four. And that doesn't even include Chelsea. We'll talk more about the title chances of Spurs and of Leicester and look forward to the big one, Liverpool versus Manchester United. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Robbins Football Show, presented by Land Rover. 
Now, Mr. Earl, we're going to talk about a game that affects the top and the bottom. Aston Villa 1, Leicester City 1. Looking at the table, they're nine points now. Uh, Villa sat in 20th spot, the bottom of the league, to safety, to get out of the bottom three for relegation. Was today a must-win game? Have they got any hope now of avoiding the drop? Absolutely was a must-win game. Uh, they, they played today against Leicester. They got West Bromwich Albion next week, and I said they need six points from those two games for their own confidence, Rob, to, to bring their points, but also just to affect those teams that are sitting above them. So I'm talking about the likes of Sunderland, of Newcastle, of Swansea, to get them nervous, to get them jittery, to, to pull them in, in, into the fight a little bit. I just think that the points are no good for Aston Villa at this point. And what disappointed me a little bit with, with, with Remy Gard is that one, Scott Sinclair was sitting on the bench for mm. all but the last minute of the game. I don't get that. You need goals. You've got one of your best finishes in the football club, not on the pitch. At times, Gestead came on and, and got his goal, whether it's fortuitous or not with, with the handball situation. But he's a guy, Rob, who put the ball in the box. He'll cause some problems. And they had possession of the ball and they worked the ball and they weren't really breaking Lester down too much. And you know, sometimes what I'm thinking is get it in the box, yeah. get back to old style. <laughs> Put it in and see what happens. Sometimes you're going to get a knockdown. Sometimes you get an OG. You win some corners. You get the fans going. It just felt like it was it was nice, pretty football, like they're mid-table, Rob, and they're enjoying, they're enjoying being in the Premier League. I, I wanted to see him attack this part of the season with a strategy that we can all see. I wanted him to play Scott Sinclair, Carlos Heal, mm. and Jack Grealish is a three behind a one, and that mm. one probably been Gasted. Mm. Now... We didn't see that, and as you said, Sinclair's on the bench, and um, and he'll struggle a little bit. And maybe it is going to be long ball stuff. Maybe it is. Maybe I mean, at this point now, anything will do. When you've got Gestead, Rudy Gestead, a big old lump you can get the ball up to. Um, Libor Kozak, by the way, I, I don't know what he brings to the... To the Lumber bless him, bless him. He's, Lumber To be Kozak. fair, he's been injured. Yeah, he's struggled injury, he's just, yeah, for a long yeah, time so. to come back. But he is not going to provide what's necessary for Villa to have any hope. It's just a super yeah. sad situation, mate. But I, I can't see... When I looked at the game for the, for the, for the majority, mm. I mean, the last 20 minutes or so, they, they huffed and puffed mm. and they got the goal. But they're just not enough you good know, players there, is there? Rob, there was a startling fact, and, and it hit me when I, when I looked at the table. Villa have won two games all season. Leicester have lost only two games. That's the contrast in, in the two teams. And if you think of, 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 of the players, there isn't it that much difference between the two. And this was it, uh, I mean, we've seen... Well, let's think of what, where Leicester were at the start of the season. Do you remember, Aston Villa were FA Cup finally managed to stay up. And we're thinking, OK, mm. now they kick on a little bit. It's, it's been anything but... It's cost Tim Sherwood his job, and I think it'll, it'll cost Remy Gordy his reputation. They're ending up in the Championship. i tell you what's fun about watching Leicester City, and um, we've both kind of been amazed... And the more that we see them, we try and watch every game mm. every weekend, the more that you see them, the more that you start to realise, you know what? They've got some decent players. I realised it a long time ago, Robbie Muster, so don't jump on the, the Leicester bandwagon now. I'm not I've jumping on the bandwagon. I'm giving them credit. OK. Right, a, a credit that goes beyond... Uh, they're doing great. Fair play to them. Well yeah. done, Leicester City. Let's all clap around. No. Now I'm giving them, you know what? Drink water, Kante. Well, we know about Mares and mm. Vardy. Robert Hooth. Hooth, Where's, yeah. I mean, playing Christian out of Fuchs. their skin. Christian playing out, Fuchs. Fuchs, yeah. playing out of their skin. Simpson at right back. So, 
There's a reason I said they'll be in the top four, but, and the reason I'm not sure that you don't think they're going to stay in there still. I, I, I never said they're going to be in the Ooh. top four, of course, and I and I and I don't believe they're going to do it. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any joy. No, the top I don't have any joy. I don't have any joy in saying it, but they can't continue. Well, if they're such good players that you're talking about, if, if, if they've got the ability that, that, that you're saying, for 12 months virtually now, Rob, they, they've been playing football that's been top 10 football in Barclays Premier League football. Yes, one half was last season avoiding relegation. This half's been top of the table. They're now through the run that people like you were saying, we haven't played anybody yet. Let's wait till they've played the One game. win in five. All competitions. Five. One top, win in five, all competitions. The if the season finishes, One win in if five. The, if the season finishes today, they win the title. Yeah, but there's a million more games to come. Yeah. 17, we'll, we'll 16 more games. A the oh, team, totally give them a chance. I don't take any are. pleasure they're in the saying they're going to fall out. hard knocks. You keep knocking them down, they brush themselves down, they pick themselves up, and they keep going. Two defeats all season, Robbie. Listen, it's brilliant. But but I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what? Yeah, fair play to them. They've got good players. They, sh they, they, they deserve to be in the top four. Right now, they deserve to be top of the league. But come 38 games, with the effort that they, they've put in and the form that Vardy and Mahrez have been incredible in the first half, mm -hmm. I just don't see them replicating those numbers in the second half of the season. And for that reason, I sound like the shot tank here. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> out. You're <laughs> out. <laughs> for that reason, I think they'll be out of the top four. Okay. Well, we're going to shock tank. I'm, I'm going to give you an, a, a new project to look at. And it's called Tottenham. And you believe oh, this one. You want, you want in on I want to invest. One, I, I want to invest. You, I want 51% of the shares. You think they're title contenders? Contenders. Of course they're contenders. How can you not say they've not got a chance? When they say contenders, that means they're in the race. And they've got a, a, a oh, real okay. chance to win the, the Premier League. Started off a bit slow. Bournemouth today, are contenders. So Bournemouth are contenders as well. Why, what are you being silly for? Because <laughs> I don't think Tottenham, Tottenham can win. If, if Tottenham lost today, I think we'd be talking about, are they going to finish in, in, the, in the top four? Yes, they got a Best good win. Best defensive against, record. Before against, this weekend, yeah, three, yeah. Get, three goals Listen, behind top four, Arsenal. I, I'm all in for top four. But not, and I tell you what, Robbie Musto, they got really lucky on one big big thing today. Sam Allardyce at 1-1 in Hang the game. Hang on a minute. Go on then, carry Sam on. Allardyce at 1-1 in the game made a substitute. And he keeps doing this, Sam. Went from a back four yeah. with, with O'Shea and Brown to a back three. Bought on Jan Kirchhoff. Took off Danny Graham and they played with, with wingbacks. Van on one side, Billy Jones the other. 55 seconds after the substitution, they go 2-1 down. Third goal deflection off Jan Kirchhoff. Fourth goal penalty courtesy of Jan Kirchhoff. <laughs> Actually, prob the worst Premier League debut in the history of Premier League games, Jan Kirchhoff. Bayern Munich, $1 million. 4-1 Spurs, no luck in involved. I agree, a crazy decision by Allardyce. Didn't work out to change the system when they were doing absolutely fine at 1-1. But back to Spurs, Rob. Moussa mm, yeah. Dembele, oh, well, how good is yeah, he? Yeah. Eric Dyer's defensive position. Uh, Deli Alley, not quite so no, stunning not quite today. Happy, no. Ericsson gets a couple of goals. Yeah. Next game, the, the Lamella might get you more goals. Yeah. Harry That's Kane gets, need, gets his penalty. If they're going to be up there, they I, need I goals. I just think there's sources. good options, mate. All over this transfer window, do they need to yeah. go and reinforce? Do they need to find another proven goal scorer? Take a little bit of the, of the weight from Harry. I know the goals are coming from other places, but you do, it's enough good when you've got a centre forward who you can rely on. Yeah, I mean, the, the cover looking at the bench for today, Hyungmin Son looks yeah. bright when he comes on. Nasser Chadley, we, he's been at his injury issues. He brings goals in wide areas, and when Ericsson or Lamella are maybe not playing at it, I think we're going to see more from Nasser Chadley. But yeah, a striker to come in, difficult in January, of course, to give, to give him so a break. He, he's been you know what? 
sulking a little bit at West Because of his sulky mood and the condition he's likely to be in, is he going to get up to speed straight away? Is he a mini Adi Yeah, it's a shame because if he looks after himself... get Adi back. He's been training. I keep seeing pictures how fit he is. Well, why don't they bring him back into the thing and get it going again? But, yeah, interesting window for Spurs. And, well, it's always this is a game that always carries relevance in the past, but Liverpool and Manchester United matters all day, every day in English football. It's the biggest and most fearsome rivalry in the league. We're going to nuts and bolts at tomorrow's epic clash at Anfield. And they're not so small matter if Arsenal comes to Britannia top of the thing. I'm ill. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover Above and Beyond. Above and Beyond. Massive game tomorrow. The biggest game in English football. Liverpool mm. versus Manchester United. Mm. Manchester United sixth. Liverpool ninth. Mm. They've both got newish managers. Let's talk about bigger picture first, Rob. Yeah. Direction. Which club is going in the direction quickest and in the right way? Mm. Liverpool slightly for me, Robbie Musto, I'd have to say. And, and I thought you said more than slightly. I thought you'd have said more than that. People are saying that, um, you know, Louis van Gaal, well, he, he was in there to steady the, the, the ship. But I just look at it and, and I just think there's so much that, 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 that they're so far away from, from where they want to be. I, I like what Jurgen Klopp's brought to, to the football club. And in terms of the two squads, and I know you, they're, they're both not where they want to be, Robbie. It's the lowest sort of average position of Liverpool and Manchester United, I think, in Premier League history as, as they meet uh, tomorrow. But uh, as I look at Manchester United's squad, I, I think of the two squads, I think I'd take Manchester United's squad with Liverpool's manager. And if I get that, I think I've got seven or eight more points in the league. And, and I'm, and I'm kind of competitive in that top four. I just feel that with, with this group of players, Louis van der Gaal is not getting the biggest tune out of them at the moment. Yeah, I think defensively, when everybody's fit, and this is this is kind of part of my frustration in some ways, Rob, that mm. that I believe that United is, is better than what we're seeing, and the pressure on van Gaal is intense, and I get it, and I understand some of the, the failings and some of the problems and some of the decisions that have been poor from him, but when you look at the whole squad, mm. it's just not very good. No, it's not a great it's not, We talk no. about categories, mm. okay, and we have a laugh about category yeah. strikers, etc., Category A players at Manchester United. Category A, by the way, for everybody listening, is an effective, strong international player. So he's a, he's a good international player for his country. Manchester United haven't got that many Category A's. So, you know, when I see the team and I see Wayne Rooney and I see Anthony Martial that looks bright, looks like he can do some great things. Memphis Depay that in the future might do great things. And a Herrera, ugh, Fellaini, he's all right, yeah, but not it's, great. It's, it's not a great the, uh, squad no, to work with, Robbie. Is that all Van Gaal's it's fault? It's an average Manchester United team who's trying to play good football. Yeah, and expectations are huge. They are, but it's Manchester United and you, when you spend nearly half a billion dollars in, in transfers, Rob, that's what comes with it. That's the pressure. That's what, what happens. My, my issue is, and, and you, we talk about some of the players, I think some of the players are playing below their level. And that, that's where I, I think that, that a good manager comes in, or a different manager, I should say, whether they're good or bad, and finds a way of doing it a little bit differently. So, you know, I think, I think Jurgen Klopp would get a little bit more out of, uh, out of Memphis. I think Jurgen Klopp, over time, would have got a little bit more out, out of Wayne Rooney. I think his management style, and I know they're very different, and, and one's not better than the other, and they shouldn't be compared. But I just think the arm round, the joking, the slapping, the humour, I think he's more in touch with, with the kind of players that Manchester United have and, and to get better uh, results from Can them. Can I try and jump on the positive again? Yeah. 
Let's assume everybody's fit. And I know this is hypothetical, mm. but you'd have Luke Shaw at left back, Damian yeah. at right back, yeah. you'd have Small in maybe Rojo, the well, central defenders, Schweinsteiger. Rojo, I'm not so sure. Well, yeah, well, whoever it might be alongside yeah. uh, Chris Smalling. Yeah. You'd have Schweinsteiger and Schneidlin in midfield. Yeah. You know, you have Martial, Memphis, Rooney. I, I think, but, and but, I've said this a lot, the, the attacking part's not, not yeah, stronger. Yeah, Memphis is fit, you know, he, he's not, mm. he hasn't played because he's not fit, he, he's played because he hasn't played very well, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll chuck it back at you, Robin, and, and I know we have our, our little sort of, you know, you're the manager, and, and I'm just going to pick individual players, because it, it's difficult to pick, like, midfields and things, but Mignolet or, or De Gea, it's an easy choice, mm. I know you, you go De Gea. Mm. I'm going to say for centre-backs, you've got Smalling, or you've got Sacco. Who'd you take? Smalling, million percent. A million percent. You, what, I'm you're not, trying I'm, to tell me that Sacco's a better central defender no, than I'm Chris No, I'm telling you, but I, I, I think Chris Smalling has still got the old rick in him, we call it every <laughs> now and then. In midfield, Chon or Snydling? <sighs> wow. Um, Two progressive midfield I, players. I, think I would take Chon. I think Chon is certainly more upside in the future. Let's talk about that, that, that clever player who's going to... And I'm going to give you either a Firmino or... Give me this one, a Coutinho... Or Martial? Coutinho. Yeah, so, so Liverpool ain't, ain't doing too bad. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to ask you, managers, and I know you have the, 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 a lot of affinity to, to Louis van Gaal in terms of what he's trying to do and think he, he's got to have time. Which manager would you Klopp. take? Klopp. Oh, so yeah. Klopp in charge of Manchester United, do you think... I think I think Klopp's an exceptional manager. Yeah. I do, and I and I'd I'd have picked him ahead of Louis Van Gaal uh, because I think he's that special. But but that's not the situation right now, and their style is very different. Um, but just doing those run-throughs, Rob, yeah. it, it is quite surprising, stunning that Liverpool yeah. uh, in most situations are better. Is that all Van Gaal's fault that this squad isn't very good? Of course a lot of it is because mm. he has a big say yeah. in who comes into the football club mm. but Edward Wood has tried to get Cesc Fabregas and Pedro and all these different players that would make them better in the attacking area. I, I, I just I want to see a couple of stars come to the to, to category yeah. A attackers, Rob, and see what happens well, then with let Van Gaal. Me, let me pose a question to you then and, and I think people all say that, you know, if we get a Bale and if we get Cristiano Let's say you're, you're Gareth Bale and you're sitting at Real Madrid and you watch Premier League football like you do and you see Manchester United play and you're seeing the way Louis van Gaal does it and he comes in for you. I tell you, if it's my agent, don't take the call. Don't take the call. I don't, um, Are you sure? I'm telling you now Manchester that I don't Manchester United. Yeah. If, if, if you I said would Bale wouldn't want to go to Manchester United. To play United. for Louis van Gaal at Manchester, Manchester United. United. No, and he may have offers from Chelsea and he may have no. offers from a Man City. He's going to get offers, Rob. He's not oh, going to Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not going to go to Chelsea. That Louis, if, if I'm Gareth Bale, I'm not sure I want to go and play for Louis, for, for Louis van Gaal in the way that he plays. Yes, he's a big name, but I, I think is... he'll still want to go to Manchester. I know what you're saying, and I think, you know, the... the uh, Angel Di Maria is a situation mm. yeah, that we don't so really know what happened. Well, what probably, we do know is he hasn't played. He didn't yeah, get the ball probably he didn't get on with the manager, but it's difficult to really get to the, to the finer details of that. Let's get the finer details of the game, by the way. Mm. And... Couldn't be more different personalities in terms of managers with Van Gaal and Klopp. Couldn't be more difference in styles of play. What do you think is going to be the outcome? Whose style is going to win over who's in this well, match? 
I see about the, the strength of the press from Liverpool and how often they put the press on. Do they put it high? How much energy is expanded against the need for possession for Manchester United? will want to control the game. Yeah. And if even if they get up, as they did against Newcastle, they need to have better control of the game to see it out. So it's going to be the high-energy, more chaotic press for, from, from, from Liverpool, the control and possession of the ball from Manchester United, to me, is the keys to the game. I'll tell you what, I, w I wish that... Uh that United were in better form. I wish that, mm. that some of the injured players were back then because I think it would be a fantastic tactical match. But as, as we stand right now, I can't, if Liverpool come with the energy, the passion, the, the spirit, the speed, the desire uh, of what they've done in recent games, in recent big games, I just can't see how Manchester United are going to stop Liverpool from rolling them over a little bit through mm. the midfield with Jan, with Henderson. Yeah, they with, get the with, energy, Rob. They played a lot James of games, Miller. though, haven't they? That, that's it's a, a little power. bit of a worry. Played a lot of games recently. There's been a lot of energy expanded. And I think it's like one-time press, then to be deep and, and sit and look to counter-attack. Interesting. Do you think he'll go Ben Cheki? Do you think Ben Cheki gets a look in? No, no chance. No chance. Firmino's much better, Rob. He's much better. We had this argument, and I think I'm winning this right now. Benteke, I never thought, was good enough footballer to be at Liverpool Football Club. He's going to have moments of great goals. We've already seen it. Yeah. You're pulling oh, the face there, by the yeah, way. No, but he's I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm showing not enough. He's Come not on, showing enough, He's got enough, everything Rob. you need. No, he hasn't he's got, got enough. Improve, he hasn't got yeah. the movement, he's the got diagonal movements of Firmino. I know that, but he's a big guy. Are you playing him instead of Firmino in this game? Yeah, I played Firmino After what Firmino's just done. After what Firmino's just done. By the way, Adam Lallana... It's is kind of under the radar, not been performing. I, I'd, I'd stick Firmino in there if, if I need to. Yeah, I'd stop Benteke. I think with what he's got, I think he, he knows he needs to put in a performance. I haven't got a problem with the big man. Stick him in there. It's funny because uh, we got the lineups ready for tomorrow's game and I've got like a little word underneath the, the, the starting team of the last match. Chan, improving. Henderson, solid. Milner, reliable. Lalana struggling. <laughs> Ibe, inconsistent. Firmino, great or terrible. That's kind of what mm. they are right now. Yeah, but, the, but the managers kind of drive behind them. I think they can go and win this game. Yeah, well, Mussy, we're going to take a short break and then we'll, we'll get some predictions on the big one, Liverpool versus Manchester United. Talk a little bit about the table, top of the table with Arsenal and the worries for Swansea as they battle against relegation. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show as presented by Land Rover on NBC Sports Radio. You're listening to the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover above and beyond. Right, Robbie Muster, we tweeted out the question, who this big game, Liverpool v Manchester United, meant more to? Who would win the game and why? And we got plenty of response on, on Twitter. Everybody wanted to have their say. I've got Chris Rosell, who said it's more important for Manchester United to keep pace with the top four. United 2, Liverpool 1. Ahmed Ali said LVG needs a win more. If he loses tomorrow, it might be the end of him. And Mike Mascatelli said that Man he thinks Manchester United need to win more if, if LVG wants to keep his job after tomorrow. I've got a few more here. Rob Kalowski has said, I'm a United supporter, but Liverpool Football Club will use press and speed to beat slow United especially Blind in the back uh, Radio Moronescu has tweeted us to say the game is more important for United because LVG is trying to retain being manager I call it 1-1 draw and the last one here uh, from Karankia says does a Man United loss and it's a good question mm. does a Man United loss to Liverpool put LVG out of a job discuss Robbie Earl a small loss no Robbie Musto a big loss and I'm talking maybe a 3-4-1 I think media starts again. I think mm. the pressure starts again. I think that the spotlight starts to turn and LVG will find himself under pressure again, Rob. 
I think he will be under pressure. Um, I still, I think it's going to have to be a pretty awful performance for him to lose his job immediately uh, mm. in, in the, the days following this match. I, I think there is a, um, not a reluctance to fire him, but certainly a desire for, for results to go the way that they can continue in this project. I mean, I... Of course, a game changes everything, and you can be very knee-jerky, particularly after an emotional yeah. game as big as this. Um, but I, I want to see him continue a little bit, Rob. I said it a while ago. We had Rebecca Gorillas on the show about, uh, and I know you, both you and Carl Martino felt he should have gone a couple of weeks ago. I was a little bit more patient to say, you know what, it's not great, but I don't think firing him now is going to make a big difference. I, I just want to see extra time for him to put things right, maybe for the injured boys to come back, and, and maybe they can mm. get a, a player or two, Rob, in the January yeah, window, maybe. which might make it them might better. I've got to say, I'm not come confident on. longer term uh, about his chances to stay at the club, but I, I hope he continues. Are, are you confident they get a win tomorrow? Can they go to Anfield and take three points? I, I, I think it's going to be very difficult. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I think, it, I think this, in my opinion, this will be a narrow victory for Liverpool. I just can't see with the, the, the intensity of the Klopp's team that United go there and yeah, win. I think I tend to agree, and, and Liverpool and, and Jurgen Klopp certainly have looked better against the big teams. He tactically looks like he, he likes taking on the challenge of the big side. So, I'm with you. I, I think that Liverpool find a way of getting past United tomorrow on that one. Another big game at the weekend, Rob. Arsenal go to Sund go to Stoke, sorry, at the Britannia place. They've, they've had a bit of trouble in the past, and it isn't going to be the over-physical Stoke that we've seen in the past, but they'll challenge them in a different way. Mm. It, it, it won't be easy. They're good at athletes. They've got some good players in that Stoke team, and um, unbeaten in, in five of the seven games at home. This is a, a real test for Arsenal. It's a, it's a different sort of test, but I think it, it's, a, it's a test that I want to see him Mm. come against because I think there were good signs I know they only drew that game with Liverpool but I was quite, I was quite impressed Rob with the, with the defensive strength with the attitude of the players the mentality I mm. know that they gave up that goal and I know it's not easy to take and the manager's super frustrated etc but, but I thought it was a decent performance and, and this is a great test for them in terms of prediction I think Arsenal go there and win the game yeah uh, I think you're right I think there's something about the mentality and the focus of this group and I think they'll know that everybody's looking saying okay well, we'll see about Arsenal now I think they go to Stoke and make narrow victory maybe 2-1 3-1 Monday's game Swansea City mm. versus Watford let's, uh, let's give that a little bit of uh, focus and, and prediction Swansea bang in trouble by yeah, the way yeah, bang in trouble as much as Alan Curtis has been a magnificent service for this club Rob as, as a player and, and now as interim manager didn't particularly like the appointment I've got, I've got to say They've dropped into the relegation zone already before the match. Pressure's on them. Got players who are not playing well. Gomez can't find a goal anywhere. The team seem like they're struggling. And, you know, Hugh Jenkins, who, who's done so much for this football club, the, the chairman uh, there, Rob, I think he's, he, it's a bad move to get rid of Gary Monk and not know that you're going to fill the spot. Difficult. But I'll tell you what, in terms of this game, I, I think at Swansea City at home, with the situation they're in, I think they're going to react and beat Watford. I don't. I just think the front two of, of Watford might have too much. They've looked in disarray at the back uh, Swansea lately and um, I, I see this one going to Watford Rob. Yeah well it's going to be fascinating mate, mm. it's going to be fantastic to see and, and I think a great game but Swansea City absolutely needs something now and I agree with you, I think a, a new manager would have been the way to go, uh, Alan Curtis has got to try and do his best, uh, his best job there and Watford have been a joy to watch but uh, I think Swansea still win the game Yep, it's been a mad mad season so far and we've got Super Sunday Liverpool v Manchester United, Stoke v Arsenal don't forget to subscribe to iTunes be able to download all the two Robbie's radio shows and our podcasts each and every week in association with Lan
Manmovin. We're going to recognise the tweet of the day that wins a two Robbies mug, and that goes to Eric Nova 2124. Make sure you direct message us your address, and we'll pop that in the post to you. Remember, you can watch Match of the Day later, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on NBCSN. And Monday, the men in blazers, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, have their unique take on the weekend's action. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and tweeting into the show to get involved. We'll be back next Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio to go through all the big stories, and there will be big stories, I'm sure. Until then, it's good night from me. It's a good night from him. Good night. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.